listening to White Truck. Oh yeah, drink it from the cup and let it run over. This is What the Truck. I'm Dooner here with... The dude, Michael Vincent. Welcome back from lunch, everybody. I like an early lunch because I don't eat breakfast. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. I usually skip lunch. I usually eat a big breakfast, skip lunch. Yeah. Nah. All the good times you go in the icebreaker. Did you meet each other? There's someone in the comments here that says there was an icebreaker hijacker. We want to hear all the gossip. Yeah. Leave it in the comment section it. down what here. Um, this is What the Truck. If you guys didn't catch us earlier, this is What the Truck. We are a podcast TV show on Freightwaves TV and podcast players everywhere. Happens three times a week live on Freightwaves LinkedIn, Freightwaves Facebook, Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays at noon Eastern time. Now, before we got cut off by lunch, we were just about to get into a topic about what's going on at nursing homes and how Walgreens is also going to step in and help out with the distribution of vaccine. Now, these are two sort of unrelated thoughts, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's Let's get into into the nursing home. What's going on there? 60% of nursing home staff declined COVID vaccines and 20% of residents at long-term care facilities also declined those vaccines is this like nationwide statistic or is this in a specific area i mean so this is this does is it give you any, you have any insight into why they would do this or? this is what rick this is from rick gates he's okay. walgreens senior vice president of pharmacy and Healthcare. so i'm not sure exactly where he got that data from okay. but yeah. to me that's that's shocking right because so many of these deaths have occurred within nursing facilities and for the staff to say that they don't I mean, in some jobs, I can understand maybe. Like, well, okay, I mean, their, work their job home. is is to care for the health of the of these elderly who are as severely at risk for for uh, many many different things. But I mean, that's their job. And I don't know if if a, if a long term care facility person takes a Hippocratic oath or not. But it seems you know, like counterintuitive, right? Yeah, it, it, it's, it seems something like you would obviously need to do. Maybe yeah. someone in the comments is a little bit more. Do, do you guys have any insight into why that may be? I mean, you know, Wolfgang touched on it, and he was like, people, not everyone's comfortable taking the vaccine. We understand that, right? There were anti-vaxxers right. in the U.S. before that even happened. Thanks, Jenny McCarthy. Um, but, you, you know, <laughs> but, but this is something that, that came out, you know, really quick. And, and people, yeah. people don't know, so we get skittish, you know, that our reptile brain takes over and we go, well, that, that, even though these vaccines are just variants of things that have been worked on but, for a long time. No, yeah, and you're absolutely right. And people were skittish about it because they, they thought the rush to get them to market yeah. and so on. And when we actually unpack that, the rush, the thing that has been skipped is getting it more stable to transfer. Yeah. They would have spent another year, two years, so you didn't have to ship it at negative 90 degrees. Yeah, well, they did. De- yeah. yeah, I mean, so like, they did it's develop. It's not them that quick. the test wasn't. Yeah, but. Because they had a jumping the, off point. There was nothing skipped. Well, sure, but all the testing safe. has happened afterwards. Yeah. So it's like they had this stuff in April of last oh, yeah, year, yeah, and yeah, now yeah. it's been testing throughout. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I don't think everyone knows that, though. I, think I don't think they sudden, do. I don't think they understand how. They're like, that ooh, everyone's just racing in a laboratory to get it done. And, you yeah. know, it's been such a remarkable. And maybe that's a testament to how much of a remarkable lift it's been but maybe this will get a little bit easier now that and that's where walgreens ties in so that was rick gates who was giving those statistics and he says one of the things that he wants walgreens to start doing Mm -hmm. is by the end of march or beginning of april to start distributing this vaccine like a flu shot you think that's a good idea yeah absolutely i do yes i i yeah if they can figure out the logistics of the the uh the temperature, the cryogenic freezers, I don't know what the economics are of that to have one in every single Walgreens, right? Uh, yeah. But if you can figure out that type of distribution, then why wouldn't you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We could blow through this, you know, piece of cake getting yeah. these things if you had that out there. I think that would work even better than what they're trying in Russia with giving out the ice cream cones. 
Or Michigan with, you know, Michigan, you get a bag of weed in Michigan. Oh, yeah, Michigan, you get the, you get the bag of weed. Uh, some stores are giving you money. They're giving you, like, four hours of pay if you, you go and do it. Even some of the rest stops are getting yeah. involved. Now, just trying to encourage people to get out there and, and just get the, uh, get the jab in the arm. Yeah. You know, we have someone who cares. You know, so we talk about health and pharma. But one of the best ways to stay healthy is to prevent the need for a lot of the health and pharma, right? Yeah. Well, Chad Berwick, he lives that lifestyle. He's the president of Expedited Solutions at CRST, but he's also a marathon runner. He's run two full marathons. He's run some half marathons. He's a fitness instructor on top of all this great work he does. So I think he's pretty credible to me. Let's take it. Let's talk to Chad Berwick from CRST. Chad. He passes your muster, huh? I think Uh, so. I mean, I like it. I like someone who puts uh, puts the pedal to the metal. There you go. Hey Chad, thanks for joining morning, us. On the, hey, thanks for joining us on the show today. You got it, guys. Pleasure to be here. Now <laughs> it's been uh, it's been quite a few years since I ran those marathons. I will say that. But uh, once once you do one, you get a little bit of a bug, and uh, I don't know if I'll ever do one again. But uh, but I certainly health and fitness are very important to me. That's well, yeah. It, it looks like you did one COVID related thing. You became a fitness instructor at, at the end of the fall, so you have that going for I, you. I did. I did. It's, uh, it keeps me healthy. It keeps me motivated. Group, group fitness is, uh, is important. And uh, I think, you know, I, if I had to do it on my own, I probably wouldn't do it. But uh, instruct other people, keep them healthy. We'll have to have uh, them on another fun. episode. We'll have to have you on another episode and do an exercise it forward or something. We'll get some, into some of that extreme body shaping. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I love that. So we, now we know a little bit about the you and the health side of you. Tell us a little bit about the logistics side of you. And how do you fit in this equation of health and pharma? So we haul truckload, CRST hauls truckload of, of pharma. So we're moving, you know, between manufacturer and distributor, uh, distributor and end customer. So our, our, we got started in pharma uh, really in 1994 as Pegasus Transportation. And so uh, Pegasus was based in Louisville, Kentucky, very heavy into automotive uh, and they decided they needed to diversify. And so with the pharma that's based in the Ohio Valley and, and obviously with the UPS Worldport right there, seemed like a natural fit. So in, in 1994, the owners of Pegasus, which is a family-owned um, local trucking company there, decided to step into pharma. And then uh, I, I say we really, they spent the next 20 years uh, refining processes, hiring great drivers, uh, and building out that fleet to uh, to grow that pharmaceutical business. So CRST acquired Pegasus in 2015. Uh, and we've been bringing them into the fold of, of the CRST operation ever since then and, and uh, have been working hard to grow that pharma business and, uh, and provide more solutions for, for customers, for sure. So building that out, talk about those challenges. You talked about how you got into it. So, uh, you know, through Pegasus and then the acquisition of Pegasus there getting into it. Um, you know, how, how do you build that out? How, how has that grown and become this is uh, one of our primary objectives to grow this? Well, I think the, the number one challenge is just the, the nuances of hauling pharmaceutical, right? So we're an ISO certified company, um, so standard process, standard uh, service failure reaction, that's all critically important to being able to be a pharmaceutical provider. So I think understanding what customers need uh, and require from both a security and a quality standpoint uh, is something that uh, that it's pretty standard across the industry, but each customer has their own nuances. So it starts well before, um, you know, we haul a single load with a drive with, or, or excuse me, with a customer. So on-site audits, which obviously are a little bit more difficult now with COVID, but you know, security and quality audits that happen to make sure we meet uh, all the requirements of of them hauling their transportation. They trust us with their freight. So, um, And then it steps into the, to the actual security. So the physical security of the equipment. Uh, we've outfitted our trucks with remote ignition locks where drivers 
frankly have to enter a PIN number every time they want to start the truck. So without that mm. PIN number, you can't start it. We can shut the truck down remotely. Drivers have a fob on their keychain. So that's some physical security from somebody just hopping in the cab and driving off. Um, remote interior door locks on our reefer trailers that can be locked and unlocked uh, remotely. And again, the drivers have to have a PIN number to key into the trailer to unlock that. Uh, we use very heavy-duty enforcer locks on the back of the trailers, which are virtually uh, indestructible. I think it'd probably take you an hour and a half to cut one off with a cutting torch, if not longer than that. So physical security, obviously, is uh, something that we're always looking at. Uh, and then just the quality. So so just as important as the load not getting stolen, uh, it's just as important to keep temperature within range and make sure that um, that, that uh, set point and, and temperature range is, is appropriate. Because once those temperatures get out of range, that ruins the quality of the product, whether it's, you know, vaccine or, or uh, your, your run-of-the-mill drugs. So uh, we have a group of people who are very well-trained. Our drivers are certainly our first line of defense uh, against quality and security issues. But um, in our back office, we're tracking temperatures, we're tracking motion, we're tracking all that stuff every 15 minutes, reporting to customers, have a fully integrated TMS. So, so it's not something you can just flip the switch on and start hauling tomorrow just because you're a trucking company. There's a mm-hmm. lot of a lot of uh, things on top of moving freight from point A to point B that we monitor and measure and look at on a on a daily and hourly and frankly minute to minute basis. Yeah, there was a comment. There was a comment in the live comments at, at the event here where someone said, "How do you prevent these vaccines from ending up on the gray market?" You've kind of yeah. answered that with all these security measures. I guess the only question that that begs then is: Are are we hearing? Because I, I haven't heard about a ton of trucks being targeted for vaccines. Um, is that any kind of issue that that you've experienced or foreseen or the security measures keeping everyone at bay? Well, I, you know, I, when people ask about Holland vaccine, uh, to me, it's it's the process is the process. Right. And, and the only difference between Holland vaccine and what we normally do, I mean, you go and pick up a prescription. You don't think about how that that drug got there. And the reality is on the market, there's things that are hauled that are more valuable from a dollar's perspective than, than vaccine. But the process is a process. And, and, and I would say the only difference is the publicity. Um, everybody's, everybody's got a close eye on how fast these are being distributed and, and things like that. And, um, you know, escorts are, are the norm in, in the business too. So armed security escorts, whether it's, you know, provided by a customer or a third party um, provider, you know, you're, you're, it's it's pretty standard and normal for there to be security escorts with a lot of these loads as well. So, you know, it's something we're always wary of. It's something we're always thinking about. Um, and and you know, from a continuous improvement standpoint, how do we prevent theft and um, and what do we do to 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 make sure that doesn't happen? Um, but but you know, we've been building for this for 25 years, and and I think we're we're well prepared to be able to handle it safely and securely for sure. Right. Now, we had in one of the segments earlier, and I forget it was uh, was it Fagley who um, was talking about uh, from Med Labs, I believe it was. Right. It was talking about how going through uh, this pandemic and focusing on what is happening in the vaccine distribution right now has put a lot of their innovation and their look forward on the back burner. Uh, and now they're starting to get to those things. So uh, I imagine part of the same things happening to you guys there at CRST. But what are you focused on moving forward? What, what, what are the new things that are on the horizon for you in health science? You know, we're, all, we're always looking at, at, at ways to make our equipment and our, and our load transportation more secure. So, uh, you know, I think uh, you think about the ignition locks, you think about the remote locks, those are, those are vendor specific. And those are things that we partner with vendors on to um, improve the physical security of our equipment. I think what this has really done um, through this pandemic, especially, you know, vaccine transportation is it's caused us to really, I think, partner much more with, um, with our 
equipment vendors and our customers to say, listen, this isn't just, this isn't an adversarial relationship here. This is, we've got to partner together to make sure that if our truck breaks down, you know, it's back on the road as fast as possible. And, and that, um, you know, we've streamlined communication and we've got opportunities for our drivers to, to, to be more effective um, on the road. So I think, I think, for us, it's really about that that partnership and taking that holistic look at where are the potential failure points and how do we eliminate them, right? And some of those are external. So how do we how do we partner with people that we work closely with to transport, you know, pharmaceuticals of all types um, and eliminate those failure points, whether it's you know their responsibility or our responsibility, and, and how do we just say it's not it's not your fault or my fault, it's our fault, and we need to we need to get better at doing this. So I'd, I'd say that's probably where our, our biggest focus is. Yeah, you mentioned the drivers, right? How is the professional driver? I mean, they've carried us, uh, they've carried us through this pandemic, and they're probably going to carry us out of it. Would you Would you agree with that statement? And what's the relationship with, like with the drivers and CRST? Hundred percent. I mean, you know, I, I could talk for hours on on the thanks and the debt of gratitude that we owe our drivers. And and I, you know, when you this is another example of we're doing this virtually, right? And 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 we've got everybody's working remote from home. Drivers don't have that option. You you show me a remote driving position, and and uh, and and that's some innovation, right? But they don't have that option. So they've been out there on the front lines for the past twelve months. You know, you guys know it started with toilet paper, and and you know moved on to other things, and now and now literally they're they're delivering the product that's going to get us out of this pandemic. So, you know, I think we all owe a debt of gratitude. I think when you're on the road with drivers, instead of getting on their back bumper, you give them a smile and a wave and a thank you. And, you know, I hope that this shines a light on the hard work that, that those men and women have done for the past 12 months and, and, uh, and really changes the rhetoric around professional driving as a profession. Chad, thank you so much for your time today on the show. We appreciate you shedding some insight on this very, very important topic. How do people reach out and how do they learn more about what you have to offer? Well, you can go to the website, crst.com. Obviously, we're all over LinkedIn and Facebook as well, so we can be found about anywhere, but we certainly have people on the ready to, to talk about our pharmaceutical transport and, and how we can help provide solutions, whether it be uh, pharma or any, any aspect of truckload business, for sure. Thank you, Chad. We appreciate your time today. Now, folks, stay tuned because coming up, we're going to have a fireside chat, U.S.-China trade relations and pharmaceutical imports with our proud president, George Abernathy, and Jonathan Ward, president and founder at Atlas Organization. Now, those of you listening to this on-demand or the podcast version, look up Freecast on your favorite podcast player of choice, and you'll find all of these sessions on demand and fill in your ear jumps up with pharma love. Peace and love. Peace and love, everybody. Yeah. Look out for all the healthcare workers out there. Look out for all the drivers. Stay tuned. There's more coming.